Like once I start reading a book, I have to finish it like in the same day. Otherwise, I'm not like satisfied. Oh, really? Yeah. It gets bad. I guess (laughs) it gets bad. Like I'll be reading and Matthew's like, Brooke, it's like an addiction. Yeah. If it will, it depends on the book. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes I can do this in a day, but it's not a healthy day. (laughs) Diving into fiction with 1,200 pages (laughs) was a lot. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Trust Laps. I'm Mac. I'm Dupes. And today's another wonderful guest episode. Yay. So today's guest is my longtime best friend, only 16 years, but who's counting? Just as short as 16 years. <laughs> just as short as 16 years and just as short as the girl. She oh. is <laughs> five foot so two. This is a roast. So, okay. <laughs> she is five foot two, but she is the kindest thoughtful smartest most wonderful person you'll know she is uh there for all of your legal necessities and now all of your home buying necessities mm-hmm. the one the only mrs algebra nasty brooke grail <laughs> yes. hey everybody hi yeah. welcome welcome thanks for having me you're welcome Thank you for coming yeah we, um you're welcome <laughs> It's your honor. <laughs> it's been your pleasure. <laughs> no, so we've brought Brooke on because she is a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And so that was her thing. You started off as paralegal. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, mm, nope, the law's not necessarily for me. I like houses better. And pretty much. Yeah. It's yeah. a career shift. Yeah. Went to school for law and yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't my vibe. So. Yeah. Tried it, did it. You did good at it, but yeah, this wasn't. Then you've gotten to real estate law, right? Yeah, and then this was like no real estate altogether. Yeah, and so it's I'm, nice to work for myself too. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that is nice. definitely. That's sweet. So I just wrote up some questions because I was like, I don't know anything about buying a house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I like with with introing with Brooke. You guys have heard it probably a few episodes. More than a few episodes ago now. When yeah. we first talked about it. I had it. no idea when this episode's coming out. So yeah. <laughs> more than a more than a handful of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both like, we don't know the first time about buying a house. So we're gonna we decided to bring Brooke on for real estate for dummies. Mm-hmm. AKA we're the dummies. Matthews <laughs> <laughs> do real estate. <laughs> Brooke's the real estate and we're the dummies. So yes, exactly. <laughs> <it works. laughs> so no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the first question is pretty simple, I'd like to think, but also not really. What does a first-time home buyer need? So, obviously, you need a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, first-time home buyers um, in Alberta, the minimum amount for a down payment is 5% on the first 500000 of the purchase price. Oh, my and God, the first 500000 Yes, so and 10% for anything over 500000 See, didn't know that. Jesus Christ. I thought it was like 5% oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, normally first time home buyers aren't buying anything like for like a million dollars. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's manageable and that's kind of a perk because anything after that that you buy, it's twenty percent down. Oh wow. Yeah. It's after a million? No, no, oh, no, okay. no. Like if you buy <laughs> after your first house. After you buy your first house and you okay. sell it and you go to buy a new one, then it's twenty percent. Then it's twenty percent down. Oh, okay. Or if you're getting a either. rental or 
yeah. vacation home 20% down. Wild. Oh. Hey, interesting. Yeah, Let's I had no idea. I thought it was just like 5%, like didn't matter what the price was. I thought you could choose. I thought it was like you could choose between 5 and 20% to put down. Well, the more you put down, the better. Yeah. yeah because obviously lower lowers your yeah. mortgage. Okay. Um, there is uh, other home buyer perks. You got the home buyer's amount, GST, HST, new housing rebates, the home buyer's plan, and the first time home buyer incentive that governments kind of. Yeah. And are those all like discounts or funds or what? Some are like you can withdraw up to $35,000 from your um, RSP tax free to buy your first home. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. Some are like tax credits. Um, if you buy a new home and you may be eligible for a rebate on some of the tax that you pay. So it just yeah. all depends on the scenario. But yeah. there is definitely some benefits of. Being a first-time home buyer, yeah, because yeah. I know yeah. there are some banks too that open. Like I know RBC yeah. opened up the up to eight thousand dollars a year kind of thing. Like you can start yeah. saving for your first home tax-free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess kind of like a TSFA, but a house one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like there's been a bunch of like stuff in the news recently of like trying to make it easier for first-time home buyers to actually like, get into the housing market through like these home buyer like first-time buyer plans. But it's- I haven't looked into them. Especially yeah. competing with people who are buying from out of province, yeah. out of the country. Um, like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's some competition out there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. also, you might get into this later too, but like, would you notice, like, have you noticed that in Calgary from starting real estate, like now with everyone from Toronto and Vancouver kind of heading towards, or has it always been like you working within that? Um, since I've <laughs> started, yeah. like, there, has been a lot of people moving from the bigger areas just because they're becoming more unaffordable. Yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't say Calgary is super affordable, but Mm -hmm. it's definitely better than you get in Mm -hmm. Vancouver and Toronto where it costs like a million dollars to buy like a starter home. (laughs) Yeah. That's really interesting because yesterday a friend was telling me that Calgary, she read an article or saw an article that said that Calgary is the most expensive city to live in in Canada. It's, uh, it somehow surpassed Vancouver and Toronto. And she didn't how? read the full article. I was going to say, I'd yeah. like to read that article. Yeah. I mean, it is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I mean, it was Vancouver. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? For a, a, a shack in Vancouver, it's a million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I'm like, I don't see how that, how mm-hmm. Calgary's more than that. Yeah. And, and we have cheaper Toronto. tax. <laughs> yeah, we have less tax and higher minimum wage. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, that's very interesting. That's very interesting. That feels wrong. I, I know, know we don't right? have the PST either, or yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I'd like to read that article. Right, though. me too. I was like, that's very interesting. She's I mean, like, they, I didn't read anything because it it scared me, so I just kind of swiped by. I was like, I need your sources. <laughs> yeah, literally. Things are changing so much too. So like, always hard. Like every time I open something, something's different, and mm-hmm. um, it's hard to say exactly, especially in this market where it's. Yeah. yeah, I just know, like, when I was on the dating apps, almost like every third person was from Ontario that moved to, to Alberta mm-hmm. because you can't buy anything in Ontario well, anymore. I've, I've yeah. had clients from Victoria, I've had clients from Ontario, and it's just yeah. it makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Like, one of my clients from Ontario, they sold their house for I think it was over 600,000, and it was like a kind of like a trailer home on a cement slab oh wow yeah 600 
holy cow it was something like that like i it was years ago so i can't like remember the exact thing but i'm like holy crap and then they bought a house here yeah and like full-size house for five hundred thousand. yeah and well, that's, the heck? that's, that's exactly it, right? You move, you sell your house in again, Toronto or Vancouver for one point five mil. Mm-hmm. An eight hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollar house in Alberta is not going to break their bank. Mm-hmm. No, they can buy it in full and mm-hmm. have extra to spare. Yeah, yeah. well, right. it's I don't know because where we're living right now, like this house mm-hmm. is selling for five hundred thousand dollars, and like, that doesn't surprise just, me at all. Just the, like yeah, if we were to buy this, it would be at least five hundred thousand dollars, and that's not both sides of the duplex, mm-hmm. and that's. Yeah, it's just... It's insane. Mm-hmm. Insane. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the closer you are to the center of the city, the more expensive yeah, you're getting, too. Like, the outside towns are... Better. Is better. But yeah. I mean, it depends what you buy, too. Yeah, you're buying that's... a condo or a house or a... Yeah. That's like my sister, who's going to graduate uh, vet tech in the spring. She's like, oh, well, the max I can make is $25 an hour. But, like, that's hard to live on, like in a city mm-hmm. yeah and so she's like worrying about that but i'm like realistically in the small town that i grew up in mm-hmm. that gets you a very nice farm yeah. <laughs> like well that's where all the animals are exactly so, so it's like you kind of got to win some you lose some but she wants to do a lot with horses and there's so many like like horse ranches in mm-hmm. the south of alberta so it's like coming down here but then yeah the closer you get to the city the more expensive it is but mm-hmm. you could always end up somewhere like small and then i guess just drive right exactly mm-hmm. or have people come to her if she has yeah. the ability yeah she's just like freaking out and i'm like 25 dollars in calgary it looks a lot different than 25 dollars in the middle of nowhere 100 percent. yeah 100 yeah. percent. yeah um did you want me to ask the next question of how do mortgages work <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> no yeah, i'm not sure if that was the one that you were like no please don't ask me no <laughs> it really basic just because i'm not a mortgage broker and obviously i i know about mortgages yeah but i can't fully (laughs) go into like a rant about them so pretty much you can do a variable mortgage or a fixed mortgage um with a variable mortgage um mortgage payments are set for the term even though interest rates may fluctuate during that time if the interest rate goes down more of the payment is applied to the principal. And if the interest rates go up, more of the payment is applied to interest, which will affect how quickly your home is paid off. The benefit of that is that it provides flexibility to take advantage of falling interest rates. Um, fixed is locked in for a full term of the mortgage. Payments are set in advance, providing security of knowing exactly how much the payments will be. Um, mm-hmm. It can be either open, which means they can pay to be paid off at any time without any breakage costs or close, which means breakage costs apply if paid prior to maturity and obviously if you want to know how much you qualify for that's a talk to a mortgage broker i i know plenty of them so i can give you a bunch of recommendations um yeah it's always cool to figure out and i always recommend that you get um pre-approved before even looking Mm -hmm. otherwise you're most likely going to (laughs) look outside your price range and then you'll be disappointed yeah, that's fair. Isn't, so. um, doesn't pre-approval only last a certain amount of time, though? Yeah, it's three months. Okay. Oh, wow. I thought it was six. Um, there might be. Okay. I, I, I know, I know I most, know. I I know most of them are, um, three months. Okay. So, yeah. So, if you get pre-approved, you already have to kind of be on the hunt, though. No? Yeah. Like, I mean, you can always get, like, it, it doesn't cost anything, right? To get yeah. pre-approved, you just kind of figure out, um, but it's always best to, like, talk to someone at least and yeah. they'll guide you through it yeah 
Because they get pre-approved and you don't find a house until four months after. Then you have to, like, go back. Yeah, it's just because, like, rates and stuff. Like, you get mm. pre-approved for a certain amount and then stuff happens. Or, like, mm-hmm. say you buy a car. Mm-hmm. Not a good idea if you're looking for a house. <laughs> good, good but, to know. <laughs> um, my car lasts another year. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always good, like, if you... And I've had this issue before with some people, like, they're like, oh, I'm looking to buy a house. And then we start looking for houses and they're like, oh, like, can't get pre-approved because I just started a new job or whatever. Mm, like, yeah, it's just they need security, too. Yeah, because so. that was something like after I worked um, at the coffee shop, I think it was for six months. Our boss was like, he was told me, he's like, I'll write you a letter so you can get like pre-approved for like buy a house or whatever. Like, I'll write them a letter. And I was like. Thank you so much. <laughs> I didn't ask. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he was very much like, now that you've had this job for like a decent amount of time, like you can, you can buy a house now. And I was like, I cannot buy a house on a coffee shop salary. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> you do not pay very me optimistic <laughs> there. Yeah, literally. I was like, thank you so much. But yeah, no. No, he was just so eager for you to like start a family. Oh. Literally. He was like, get married, have kids, buy a house. And I was like, I'm 21. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So what, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but what would be a breakage cost? Cause you had talked oh. about that. Um, usually it's just a penalty. Oh, okay. Um, so if you paid off too early, you get a breakage cost. Yeah. So oh. because they, they want the money, right? They want the yeah. interest money. That like feels, that's, I was like, that feels twisted. Be like, Oh yeah, you did really get paying off your mortgage. Ding. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's kind of a pain in the butt, but okay. yeah, they pretty just, they, they, Oh, yeah. Twisted. I like that. Yeah, I don't right. That's also, I mean, same way, like with taxes, like you make a lot of money, you get tax heavy. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, it like depends you- on how much you are paying off at a certain time. It all depends on the numbers, honestly. Like, yeah. it, there's no set number, I don't so think. Indiv- and it depends on the bank and it just depends on the individual, too, probably. Yeah. Like, what's their history and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, you might not also know the answer. It might be also very simple. Um, why would someone choose a variable mortgage over a fixed mortgage? Like to me, especially with the way interest rates are going right now, they just seem to be steadily increasing. So I'm like, why wouldn't you just choose a fixed so that you don't continue to get screwed every couple of years? Because sometimes fixed can be a lot higher than the variable. Oh, I didn't know like, that. Because okay. a variable can go down and up. Okay. And then fixed, like. It's just fixed at a certain number and right. you can't like you can't change it. At all. No, like the interest oh, rate okay. is fixed and then you're paying more to interest than you are to principal. And right. I mean, you mm-hmm. you want the most to principal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just what's put taking the number off your house. Okay. Interest is just money thrown away, unfortunately. Pretty much. And yeah. is a thing where you can start with variable once you switch to fixed, you have to stick with fixed. Is that or is that, did I make that up? No, I believe I. I believe that's true. Yeah, actually, I believe you, you start can, one way. Yeah, and then, and then I believe it's, it. it's that way. Yeah. yeah, but again, talk to a mortgage broker because yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure. But I think it's like the variable to fixed. Yeah, because yeah. like once you Maybe fix one. it, they want that guarantee or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Um. So, do you have any advice for people like looking to buy a home in this market? In this market yeah. in particular, yeah. I'm saying that now because I don't know when this is coming out and when you're listening to this. So at the time of recording, December 16th, 2023. If you're waiting. <laughs> yes. 
Um, if you're waiting for interest rates to go down, which they are, um, you aren't alone. But as soon as they drop, there's yeah. going to be more people wanting to buy. So there's yeah. more competition. Right. So you're going to still get that market where you're paying over list for stuff where things are being listed higher. Mm-hmm. Um, I have found in the few years I've been an agent that uh, the market is generally slower in the winter months. Um, no one wants to move in the snow. Yeah. yeah. Like, period. I don't want to move in the snow. Yeah. Um, so it gives buyers <laughs> a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> it gives buyers a little bit more time to kind of browse and stuff right. as opposed to um, summer months where like mm-hmm. you can look at one house and you better make an offer or it's sold. But, right. if it's, but if it's slower, then you kind of have more bargaining power because mm-hmm. there's less offers. Okay. Yeah. And it always depends, mm-hmm. like it depends on the house. Like it's such a mm-hmm. scenario by scenario basis because you get um, some houses that are on the market for a month. And I mean, I've seen it mm-hmm. there where you have the bargaining power. Yeah. Or I mean, but you don't know what's like, what's going to happen, right? Like mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this house has been on the market for like a week. You don't know what's going on in the background either. Like you right. don't know if they're negotiating other things or who's looked at the house. Who's like, oh, I love this house. I'm making an offer tonight or. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. So it's all up in the air. It's always best to talk with your real estate agent or get your real estate agent to talk to the buyer's real estate agent or seller's real estate agent. Sorry. Yeah. And go from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, generally if you really like a house, it's really good to just hop on it. Well, get in and see it at least yeah. because mm-hmm. I mean, pictures always look better than yeah. in the house and look bigger mm-hmm. and stuff. And that's what they're designed to look like. Yeah. You can't smell in pictures either. No, that's true. No. Like if you walk into a house and it smells like mildewy, I'm like concerned immediately about mm-hmm. water damage mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's very true. I'm not trying to move into a moldy home. No. So much of like, cause people will be like, Oh, this house is so cheap. And then I'll go look at it. And I'm like, Oh, it's a foreclosure. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, um yeah we can go look at it however there's a lot of risk like we can't go in for an inspection mm-hmm. we can't see what's behind the like what's behind the scenes of the house and we have to make an offer and the court decides mm-hmm. if they're gonna take the offer oh because our boss was also really telling me to buy a foreclosure because that's the way to go because well, it's boy, cheaper it's cheaper it, but it you might end up being more work exactly and yeah so why can't you do an inspection on a foreclosure it's i mean Again, scenario by scenario basis. Most of the foreclosures I've walked through and I've seen, yeah. it's just like you buy it as it is. Because oh. it's a court you're oh, not okay. working with is the court. And right. they they just want it sold. They, they want don't want any conditions on the house. So like you can't even have like, oh, I'm pre-approved. You have to have financing in place oh, and okay. everything. Like you have to like have that money. Yeah. So, I mean... I don't know. I personally wouldn't buy a foreclosure, mm-hmm. but I guess it depends on the house. Yeah. And depends on, but if you look at, obviously you can like go in it and look at it, mm-hmm. but, and you can kind of see, like, if you look up at the ceilings, you can see if there's water damage, you can kind of, right. but a lot of foreclosures too, they shut off their plumbing. So you can't like flush toilets or oh. turn on sinks. Or- Interesting. Do you have any other advice, I guess, for people looking to buy, I guess, in general, then, I uh, piece of advice from a real estate agent: get a real estate agent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was, I was, I was just thinking about that. I'm like, because there's a lot of people who will sell it themselves to mm-hmm. try to save on costs. 
But yes. sometimes that's not always the most effective. But sometimes it bites you in the butt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it's, especially when you're going the buying route, it's, I mean, technically free yeah. to use one because yeah. it's coming out of the sellers. But also it's beneficial to you. You're going to not have to deal with negotiations. and Yeah. Less of a headache for the yes. buyer. Yeah. Yes, because it can be a lot. And um, if there is a real estate agent on the other side, mm-hmm. like works both ways, they can take advantage of that sometimes. Okay. Um, it's just how it goes, unfortunately, in the industry. But yeah, most of the time, we're good. <laughs> most of the time, we're good. There yeah. has been some interesting people out there though there's always some interesting people yeah oh yeah it's it's every every profession every trade yeah like anything especially sales related because honestly like real estate just a glorified car salesman yeah Yeah. you work off commission you want you want the most money for yourself yeah but and some real estate agents work off of that and some work and we're supposed to work off of what's in the best interest of my of our clients Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean that's what I do. Unfortunately, yeah. a lot of other people don't. I mean, so. yeah, I'm very personal. So yeah. I'd yeah. like to build that relationship and keep that relationship after the fact. <laughs> yeah. No, Which is beneficial, though, to have a positive relationship. It is. Most people in general, just because, <laughs> because you is. don't know who they are, or how they'll play into your life, like in the future, even mm-hmm. like. Oh, yeah. It and, just like, makes sense my clients that moved from Ontario, like I still see them around town and I still talk to them mm-hmm. and it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like no. pop in, give them little Christmas gifts and yeah. chat with them. And yeah. yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Cause like my mom and dad never used real estate agents. Like when we were flipping houses, oh, yeah. which is bonkers to me. And then, um, <laughs> we used one when we couldn't sell our acreage. Mm-hmm. And so like everyone's while he'd like give us like a Christmas basket or whatever. No. Yeah. I was like I always like have romanticized the like Christmas basket from the real estate agent like, <laughs> when you buy a house and they put that like giant like basket of just like gifts oh, in the thing. I that's love like, yeah. making baskets. I was like, that's amazing. I love that so much. I love yeah. making them. That's yeah. like I don't know. One of my favorite parts of the job is because I love gifting stuff. So yeah. I love like being able to make a closing basket yeah. and just seeing my clients and making them happy and stopping in every once in a while and checking yeah. on the house and seeing how they decorated it yeah i just i like i like homes a lot so yeah. <laughs> i That's like so i'm always sweet. switching at my home and i always like to see what people are doing in their homes yeah but so give sweet. myself some ideas too so. you, always, yeah. and you always make them very personalized like all you somehow find out what people love and you make like the mm-hmm. baskets super personal and include little things for dogs yeah and oh, cats nice. <laughs> i love animals <laughs> so sweet. i love it so much yeah um okay so what's one thing that someone would need to consider before buying get pre-approved but also like figure out if you're actually ready yeah. um what better way to ring in the new year than with dyson If you're not familiar with Dyson, they sell fancy vacuums, hair straighteners, and so much more. If you're looking to save some money on Dyson products, now is the time. These deals are valid for a limited time only, so hurry over to sometimesjabataslaps.com for more information and links to the Dyson website. Happy shopping! So there are usually seven signs that you are ready to buy a home. 
Um, you have a specific area that you can see yourself in long term. You have at least at least idea of what your future will look like, um, like the things you can control. Mm-hmm. Um, your current situation is not meeting your long term goals or needs. So if you're renting, obviously, it, it all depends. Yeah, it all depends on the person if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, you're in a comfortable financial position with a manageable manageable amount of debt. You've accepted and prepared the, for the extra costs, and if you ex- or if you experience a career shakeup, um, you can still cover your mortgage and other expenses without dram- dramatically increasing your debt. And you feel like it makes sense to pay towards a mortgage instead of rent each yeah. month mm-hmm. because that's a big thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean sometimes mortgages can be cheaper than rents. So mm-hmm. yeah, and definitely. I find that's most of the time, especially in the rental market. Mm-hmm. especially yeah. right now yeah the yeah. rental market is out of control because they're basing it off i don't know what they're basing it off of but every time demand our rent increases demand. they're like we compared it to market prices so it's just mm-hmm. gone up x amount of dollars and i'm mm-hmm. like you haven't increased my living space at all like nothing changes for me yeah so why why am i paying more for the same space demand like people who need houses stupid. that don't have houses. Yeah, I know it's annoying and I hate yeah. it. Yeah, and so it's like, it's oh, everyone needs a place to live, or everyone wants like, otherwise you're gonna be homeless. Yeah, you're gonna pay in a housing crisis because yeah. no one can afford to live in a house. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's yeah. like you're gonna pay it, so why not exactly? Increase it? And if we're yeah. not going to, they'll find someone else. Yeah, which is it's, super annoying. It's super annoying because like it's high demand. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, when our rent increased for this house, I was like, I was talking to Bryce. I was like, can we maybe talk to them about like. Getting grass in our backyard, a deck, a fence, eavesdrop so I don't break my neck trying oh. to get into the garage. Like, Jeez. little things yeah. like this. <laughs> yeah, right now. I know. They don't have it. And I sent them an email. I was like, hey, BTW, like, sometimes the garage door freezes shut and then there's ice and I can't open it. So, like, and they should be taking care of that. That's their yeah, job. So, they had someone yeah. come out and give them a quote or whatever. And I've heard nothing since. And it's yeah. been like a month and a half. And I'm like, yeah, no one's instead of finishing these houses, it. they decided to like refinish the road. To these houses. Literally. Which wasn't like, even that bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was fine. I was like, what, what is even going on? And now they don't plow it anyway. So it's like, what am I doing? Yeah. But I couldn't feel like I could ask that because yeah. they could just be like, no. Yeah. And then we either pay it or we move. Yeah. And so it's like, it's really annoying because that's something that we have been technically like paying for that they said was going to get finished. Yeah. But the way they've been doing these houses, they've just been pumping them out. And then the garage is an extra cost. Grass is an extra cost. So they make it Everything's like. an extra cost. Awesome. Yeah, affordable ish for the person, mm-hmm. and they're like, if you want anything extra, it's another whatever. You guys could just buy sod and do it yourself if you wanted. Oh, trust me, there's sod that's been sitting in the back alley for this entire year, and I've just about gone up to them and been like, can I buy this off of you? Because you're obviously not using it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then Bryce's grandma told me I should just plant a garden. Yeah. yeah. So I just voted that, but then I was like, yeah. oh, I have to look after a garden. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> so I just grew weeds. Cute. Yay! <laughs> That's the only thing I know how to grow. <laughs> they grew great. I had a bountiful crop this year. <laughs> so yellow. Yeah, literally. And then Graylon just like weed whacked around the barbecue because he was like, this is probably a fire hazard. And I was like, oh, yeah, actually, like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't think of that. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess what are some things that people should watch for when they're buying a house? So keep an eye on the structure of the home itself and how the home is built. Um, when like looking through houses and a lot of people don't do this just because they're like, Oh, like, where are we going to put this couch? Where are we mm-hmm. going to do this? Yeah. And like, you can do that. And, um, 
get an inspector to kind of look at these things, but it is important to look at them. And if you're working with the realtor, we will look at it too. Yeah. Um, So you're, you can focus on the pretty stuff and we Mm -hmm. can just look at what will need to be done in the future. Um, So like stuff at this, like the supporting beam structure, quality of the pipes, status of the insulation, quality and materials used for the siding and roof, how old the roof is, how old the furnace and water heater are, if there are any cracks in the foundation, any visible water damage. Mm-hmm. And then you can start to gauge when things need to be replaced on the road. Yeah. If they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you find that people tend to get too wrapped up on the pretty stuff? Sometimes, yeah. Because I've seen a lot of like, social media like first time home buyers and then being like oh my god the water heater just blew up and i don't even know like this is so like this yeah. is crap and it's like well a house is like a living breathing thing in many ways like yeah mm-hmm. things need to be replaced mm-hmm. and i mean it kind of sucks and mm-hmm. sometimes like you can't control that stuff like even if you got an inspection mm-hmm. and everything seemed fine and you move in and like a month down the road something breaks that's just kind of something you got to prepare so for yeah because you bought the house as is in its current state, and its current state was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the, say, the inspector's like, I recommend that you change the water heater or see if the sellers can do it or whatever, mm-hmm. then that's kind of a different story if you don't get it done and then it breaks. Because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you did get it recommended or... Yeah. Yeah. So if, like, the inspector recommends that you change your water heater, how how does that cost work? Like, who pays for it, I guess? So you can write it and everything yeah. can be negotiated. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much everything can be negotiated. Mm-hmm. So you can write it into the offer okay. where I would like the water heater to be replaced prior to us moving in. Or you can kind of just sit with knowing you're, you're going to need to do that and do it yourself. Okay. And it all depends on the person, all depends on the situation. On demand, that kind of makes it hard to negotiate things like that. Yeah, it depends on the market. Like if it's, if they're having a really hard time selling their house, and they're like, this is what's going to make it sell. They'll fork out the extra money and do it. Right. But I mean. Can you kind of get it off of the like cost of the house? If you're like, okay, the water heater needs to get replaced in the next month. And I know that going in, I'm not asking you to do that, but can we take. X yes. amount off the price. Yeah. Yes, I've done that for clients where um, something, I forget what, I'm trying to think of this particular situation, but they asked for something to be done and they're like, seller's like, no. They're like, okay, can we have $1,000 off? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like, yeah, you can do it, that it can do that. And like, mm-hmm. a lot of sellers are just like, I don't want to deal with that right now. I want to move. Yeah. That's and fair. be done with this house. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so kind of um, building off of that, what are some unexpected costs, I guess, that kind of catch people off guard that you like? I, wouldn't, I watched a TikTok video and they're like, or you posted something or someone said something and they were like, these are the unexpected costs. So you need to have like on top of your 5% first time home buyer, like down payment, you also need five to 10% for everything else. Like, like, I guess like lawyer yeah. fees or whatever. Oh, yeah. What? Rich bitch. Was that where it was? I was going to say, I have, I think I have a post about that too. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there are, and people don't consider them. Yeah. So aside from your mortgage down payment, you also have to provide the sellers with the deposit and that will be held in trust by their realtor's brokerage until conditions are waived. Um, This can be any number agreed on to the parties. I've 
seen from like 5,000 to 25,000. Like it just depends. Right. But that deposit will go towards the house as well. Okay. Um, And then you got the adjustment costs. So if you need to reimburse the previous owner for any utility payments or property taxes that have been paid beyond the closing date, um, that's calculated by the lawyers. Okay. The lawyers will figure that out. Yeah. Um, But that's one of the things. Legal fees, obviously. Title insurance, property insurance, moving expenses, utility service uh, charges. And then if you're putting less than 20% down, mortgage insurance, another insurance. um, And then other costs that you may need to pay, depending on your situation. Mm -hmm. Property appraisal, property survey, so an RPR report if you need a new one. Or you can negotiate it with the seller that they provide it. Home inspection fee, estoppel certificate. So if you're buying a condo, this lets the buyers know that the current owners are in good standing. Again, maybe provided by the sellers. Any cleaning fees if you want it like deep cleaned before. Or you can write that in the contract that they get deep cleaned before you move in. Again, negotiation thing. And then if you want a renovation budget, there's that. Um, If you're buying a new build, uh, GST will be applied to the contract price. Okay. Um, mm. So 5%. And Makes then sense. new home warranty, which kind of covers like anything damaged within, I forget the exact amount of time. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, that if something sense. breaks down and you lived in there for a month and it's a new home. Yeah. That you shouldn't be responsible <laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah. Um, but I was going to go somewhere with the goods and servicing. I was going to go with something else for that. <laughs> is and that, it's is like, that because they're trying to like sell the new houses or is that like why? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, there's another thing I was going to say about that. Oh, new home, new homes. Um, so a lot of people just kind of go to the developers to buy new homes. Mm-hmm. You can also use a realtor for that too. And that'll okay. help with like, if you want help picking out different stuff for your house, like cabinets and stuff, like right. realtor will kind of like oversee the big general picture of that stuff. Oh, okay. And be able to talk to the developers probably more than yeah. you'd be able to. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. So you're, the realtor can kind of be like the yeah. salesperson and interior designer for you. Well, kind of like the wedding You tell them what you want and then they tell the vendors and organize yeah. all of that. So <laughs> you're like, like realtor, organize, I want this. Yeah. Organization. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Some people just go straight to the developer and that's fine too, but mm-hmm. you can use a realtor for new home builds. Interesting. Ever knew that? Yeah. yeah. I like that. I was going to ask that question because I was like, I actually have no idea what that's it's where like. I was trying to go. And I like, yeah. I thought of it and then it slipped my mind. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's where I'm going. All the time. <laughs> that's why I write notes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then does that kind of still work? Like if you're building like your own house yes. kind of thing? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Interesting. Okay. Contractors, but Interesting. Also, you said something there too that also um, my surprise. If you don't pay 20%, you have to pay. Morgan insurance? insurance? Yeah. What the heck? So does it just make sense to just save up for that 20%? I mean, I would pay more if you could. Yeah. yeah it just like. So like if, if you're like, okay, it's just either I insurance. save up for a year and I pay 5% or I save up for two years and I get to that 20% or something. Mm-hmm. Right. It makes sense to do with that. I, I, I would. I mean, yeah. it is nice only having to pay 5% and it's. We have that for a reason, mm-hmm. but I mean, like it would be nice to get into a house and be like, okay, I already paid this much money. Yeah. And just kind of look at the long-term goal of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
With that being said, what would you recommend if someone wanted to like put down 5% so they have a low interest rate, even though they can pay more, but then they just like double their mortgage payment? So you can do that. However, sometimes you have to build onto that, like doubling. It, it depends on depends on who you're going with. Too. Yeah. Like I know mm-hmm. with our mortgage in particular, we were able to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was like only a certain amount of times we were able to like do that a oh, month. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. I can't really say specifically like, kind of how like an, that works. Would it be similar to like an RSP where you can like only put in this much extra? Kind of thing, or yeah, because it seems weird I'm that they would sure. limit that. Because, like, I know if like we pay double up on some payments and then like we'd pay more money and then we'd still get like we'd get uh, obviously not a fine, but there'd be yeah. a fee Interesting. On, that, on top of that. It's not, yeah, like, crazy big, yeah. And like, if you look the long, long term, yeah, thing, like how much interest we're paying, like it always was less, yeah. But, this yeah. is why I don't trust governments and all that kind well, of stuff. I know, organizations. Because right? like I do good and you you penalize me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's confusing. Well, because I've always heard of people who like get like a, get their mortgage and then if they have a little bit extra that month, they just like put it toward their mortgage so that they can like work on paying it off yeah. easier, which makes yeah. sense to me. I was like, that's yeah. a good idea. And I know, I know, just like my what we did for my mortgage. I don't mm-hmm. know, like what other banks allow or like Mm -hmm. other lenders so i can't really be that specific on that yeah and then unfortunately would you say someone's like history of like either credit card debt or card debt and everything like that like those all play into that as well yeah Yeah. how much of a role does your credit score play in that you know no okay no No, i don't and it's like because that obviously they look at that when getting pre-approved and stuff Mm -hmm. so i mean and they look at your debt and they make sure that there's, I forget this, the exact number, the percentage. Yeah. But they, you have to be like a certain percentage of debt and like compared to like what you make and what you're right. spending. Yeah. Like again, scenario by scenario. Yeah. And I know there's a certain percentage and I'm not going to say it because I, I, I will just wing it. Yeah. And I don't know the exact <laughs> no, number. That's, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like, well, Because I was like, when I was trying to get my phone, I didn't have a credit score. And so they wouldn't let me, like, loan out my phone or whatever. I had to put a certain amount down Mm -hmm. because I, like, they didn't have a credit score. And I was like, A, it's a cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) Is it really that big of a deal? But it was just something that I had never really, like, I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. Well, it's interesting that they care about that to the extent, but then they'll let you, like, do the bare minimum, get the house, and then go depths of debt yeah. afterwards. Like, my boyfriend and I have been watching the Dave Ramsey show quite a bit. And the yeah. amount of debt some of these people have that they call in and they, like, openly admit on air that they're, like, millions of dollars in debt. I'm like, it's how crazy. the heck yeah. do you even get there? It's all the interest and stuff that comes with it, too. It's crazy. Well, yeah, because I've been on, like, um, just, like, mortgage calculators. Because every once in a while, I'm like, man, what we're paying for rent is stupid. So then yeah. I like, find a house, and I'm like, would you be less or more? So I go on, like, mortgagecalculator.com or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the interest literally doubles the price of the house. Yeah, and, and it like, will, as soon as you start getting the number down, the yeah. interest goes down, too, which is nice. Like, okay. you're getting to the point where yeah, we're only paying, nice. like, $10 interest, and most of principal, which mm-hmm. is really nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, at the, at the beginning, it's just scary because you're paying more interest than you are in principal and it makes no sense. Interesting. So then would it be more of like a, it's just charging interest on what you have left. So it's almost like a reverse compounding. Yeah. And okay. then it just like goes, because I know we had like a, just a schedule of mm-hmm. like when, and you could see it going down. Oh, okay. Uh, um, and also depends on like how much you're paying each month. Like mm-hmm. if you're bi-weekly or you pay weekly. Oh, okay. I, want to th- I think that's why Nicole Richie said that the house is like a, wor- a bad investment at first. Well, she was also living in New York. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, yeah, her advice Mm -hmm. was to rent instead of buy because buying a house was a bad investment because you'd have to deal with all of like, if the water heater goes, that's on Mm -hmm. you. If this goes, that's on you. Yeah. But also with the rental agency we're using right now, I have a strong feeling that if that happens, I just don't have a water heater until they answer their email and fill it out because Grayland's um, toilet leaked through his ceiling into his light and they would not respond to him or send a plumber to go and like fix it so he had to call a plumber and fix it himself yeah and, and so it's like send the bill to them yeah I was, that's what i told him to do i was like yeah you can do that but you should not have to pay for that because that's one of the quote-unquote benefits of renting mm-hmm. is that yeah. when your shit leaks through the ceiling you don't have to clean it up and no. <laughs> it's it's true yeah and get him to look at the contract too because if that's contract yeah like that, a contract's a contract you can't break that yeah and if they say that's on us in that contract yeah then it's on them yeah like mm-hmm. well and that's like they were like sending emails about how i have to replace the furnace filters and i was like didn't think that was my responsibility as a renter but okay and they're like no it's in the lease and it was in the lease oh, okay. and i was like yeah okay, well, i can't argue overlook. with that yeah. but yeah. i'm like what's the point of renting if i have to do all the homeowner shit anyways you know mm-hmm. so that's just my personal opinion what is it personally I violated said, by the rental market i'm just really mad at this company <laughs> but obviously not mad enough to move i guess i don't know yeah find the new lease <laughs> yeah like what if i get someone worse or like oh, whatever yeah. but could get a worse landlord okay so this is just out of my personal curiosity it's kind of the last question i have written down mm-hmm. oh wait no i've got two just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I think I got two or three. So okay. <laughs> I was gonna start we have the same no questions, but I just have only one left. Sekmar, um, <laughs> I do this for a living. Um, so, what are some things to know before selling a house? So, pretty much, you want to start by budgeting moving costs and researching current market market conditions. And contact your mortgage provider to determine the outstanding balance and if there are any early redemption penalties um, and to look for, like, who you want to sell it. So if you want a realtor, if you want to do it yourself, if you get a flyer in the door that says, oh, we're going to buy your house. I don't I don't really know how that works, but yeah, yeah. do that. I don't know what your like situation is, Mm -hmm. but just make sure it's the best choice. I will always recommend a realtor. Mm-hmm. Not just yeah. because I am a realtor, it's because I've seen what happens the, if you don't yeah, have one. Yeah, exactly. I've seen stuff that's nightmares. <laughs> yeah, kind of a headache. Not really nightmares, just a headache, and it doesn't really benefit you in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, obviously, you'll need to determine a listing price. You can do that um, by looking at current market conditions and comparables in your neighborhood. Um, if you have a realtor, they will help you with this. Okay. Obviously. You get the final say 
right. on it, but they can be like, oh, this is what I think you should list it for. If you want to list it higher, technically it's on you. Yeah. Um, if you, or if you want to list it lower and hope to have a bidding war on your house, there's that too. Yeah. All depends on the market. All depends on the situation. Right. Um. So, sorry, with that being said, you don't have to get your house appraised before you determine the market or the value of it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I kind of thought, like, I thought in order to, like, know what to put your house at, you had to get it appraised. Not necessarily. Okay. Sometimes they like that. And sometimes if, say, a buyer's coming, their mortgage broker or not mortgage broker their mortgage lender will want it appraised just to kind of make sure that you're not paying more than the house is worth right because Mm -hmm. then they're like okay why are we giving you all this money yeah when they're yeah that makes money on back um before your home hits the market you'll need to prep and stage your home limit clutter pack away any personal items people want to visualize living in their home they don't want to see any knickknacks and yeah personal pictures unfortunately yeah <laughs> but, that's fair i mean it kind of helps because then you're kind of getting your moving process started early mm-hmm. yeah in this market and, how important would you say staging is some people say like don't even bother like it's, it's i fine. someone's gonna buy it if they want need it anyways right with that i always tell my clients how like what do you look for in a home mm-hmm. like if you're looking at homes online mm-hmm if you see a home that's packed with clutter and stuff, do you just go past it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, or do you stop and like actually look at it? Okay. In my opinion, I look at stuff that's, it doesn't have to be nice stuff. Yeah. It yeah. can be like the bare minimum, but like mm-hmm. still kind of stage a dining room area and stage like yeah. different areas. So they know what they're walking into knowing. Yeah. And you don't know what your buyers are going to be like. Yeah. yeah exactly. Like you don't know the perfect buyer may have just skipped over your house because it looks like cluttered and small and okay yeah so it is i do recommend like if you have holes in your wall to get them patched up to get a nice you don't have to paint the whole house nice Mm -hmm. but still like fresh coat of paint on some stuff and Mm -hmm. any marks on the wall handprints whatever just get it cleaned up and looking nice and i mean you're gonna really benefit from that too because I don't know about you, but I like a clean home. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, exactly. It, like, it does feel really good to yeah. kind of have that done. Although it's like, oh, I should have done this years ago. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. oh well. I, I might be an anomaly in that, but like when I'm looking at a house, I look at the bones. I don't really, cause I know I'm going to change yeah. everything to be in with. Oh, yeah. yeah. And some people are like that too. Yeah. If they're like, oh, I know I'm going to change this anyways. And it is, I mean, the one thing you really can't change is mm-hmm. kind of the floor plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's one thing. If, I, if so, I don't like the layout, I'm gonna be like, is yeah. this a little bearing wall or can I take a sledgehammer to it tomorrow? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's important to consider too. And then if you're walking through with an inspector going, you know, like, can we take this wall out? Yeah. And yeah. they can generally determine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's like, that might be me because I've looked at like just browsing homes in the area just to kind of see what mm-hmm. the city's like. Yeah. I looked at one home, absolute disaster, cluttered to the shit. My yeah. only concern with that was, are there mice? in the house yeah. or, or water what damage is, yeah what yeah. does it smell like yeah like, exactly yeah. if a home is treated like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. like they don't upkeep their yeah well yeah the nurse, like, like, when was the last time they had their furnace cleaned out yeah. their dryer yeah. vent yeah. like but yeah. i think i see all that as negotiation yeah yeah things too because i'm like i'm like your house is foul yeah like yeah, yeah. you can put it in a bar anywhere. i'm not going to pay you x above this number for it though yeah, yeah. which 
I guess it depends on whoever the seller is at that yes. point. But when I'm looking at a house like that, one in particular, beautiful crown molding. That's yeah. what I was looking at. I'm like, I yeah. love that. I love yeah. this detail. I love this detail. But yeah. all the clutter has me like, if I was to actually like go in and try to purchase it, mm-hmm. I would not go above X number of price because if you're not upkeeping everything else, yeah. Yeah. I'm not paying for your ignorance. <laughs> yeah. And then unfortunately, mm-hmm. like you get, you go, you're like, okay, I want to make an offer, except I want this, this, and this. And then sellers can be stubborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're totally. like, no. And then it's just like, okay, this is kind of a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it depends, depends on the house, depends on the sellers. Because, oh, yeah. yeah, like we, when we were looking, when I was in Halifax looking for places to rent, yeah. I went and toured one and they just, it was like unfortunate timing because it was right after supper. Yeah. Whatever they made for supper was so smelly. Yeah, so the whole house was just cluttered and gross, mm-hmm. and it was immediate no. I was like, I'm sure it'll be fine, like once they're out of here, but I can't even picture myself in here, yeah, no. because it's just gross. And again, I'm like, like you're picturing yourself in yeah, there, and that's yeah. the whole thing. You want to like, oh, where am I gonna put this? Where am I gonna put that? Huh. Even when we toured this house, like mm-hmm. I was not into it at all. But oh, it was really? unfortunate because they had started like packing and like. I liked the layout and I knew it was good. And part of the reason why I really liked it was because Bryce bought it. I was like, that'd be so special. Or he built it. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. then, but there was like a lot of stuff and it just, I was like, I don't love the, what they did with this yeah. place. Okay, so so staging is important to you. Yeah. So I had a really hard time yeah. envisioning our stuff in here, which oh, made it super yeah. difficult to actually put our stuff in here and like unpack because I was like, I don't know because our stuff is so different from what yeah. they had. Yeah. So yeah, I really struggled with that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm the same way. Like I, I look at houses and I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. Even yeah. sometimes it's even just the wall color that throws me off. Like if it's a bright, super bright color, yeah. I'm like, eh, I don't feel like doing that. Yeah. Like it's interesting. It's just yeah. me though. Like it's dependent on the person, right? Yeah. I know, and I, that's why I might be an anomaly by saying that, but like, yeah. I know I like very particular niche things that the majority yeah. doesn't like yeah and so i know with whatever i end up purchasing i'm going to have to change it in order for it to be what i like yeah, yeah. And, and so you've accepted that fact yeah. some yeah. people can and then some people like want to move in ready home where they don't yeah. have to do a single thing and that's and that's yeah. where i'm at because i've moved into houses like well, i grew up flipping houses so they were always fixing always changing a house was never finished mm-hmm. so now i'm like i want to move into a house and i want it to be exactly the way i want it to Mm-hmm. And the thing I always look at is bathrooms, mm-hmm. the master bathroom that'll make yep. or break whether or not I like the house. That is the same with me. And it's always if the tub is like in the like, I don't know, they bring the floor up to like put the tub in and then it's all tiled and weird. I'm oh, like, yeah. that's an immediate no. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's uh, really odd. I was like, I hate that. Next. <laughs> I am very particular. I'm like, OK. The tub has to be separate from the shower. Yep. And I like my tubs. Like, that's a big thing. And when Matthew got this house, I was like, it needs a tub. Yeah. And the master, like, that's not negotiable. Yeah. (laughs) You're a bath girl. You've always been a bath girl. Yeah. I love my baths. And this is what I want. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Um, But even, like, sometimes I'll, because we've gone through it a few times in the past few months, like, oh, do we change this about our house and put this money in? Or do we buy a house that already has this done? Yeah. And there's been a few times where we're like, oh, we should go look at this house. And mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> but I mean, obviously we really like our house and I don't think we'll, we'll move. Yeah. Um, 
Especially just because it would be a headache right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really not necessary. Yeah. This like is not, yeah, not necessary yeah. for the stress. And then we'd have another mortgage and it would be more money. And yeah. One yeah. thing that's super neat, you actually, um, being a part of some of the conversations about your house, you guys mentioned about how in certain places, basements don't count as the cost of the house. And so sometimes it's not worth yeah, putting money in. unfinished. Them. No, but sometimes even if you finish it, yeah. it doesn't actually change the value of the house. So, Is that okay? So no, so it's um, it doesn't change the square footage. Oh, okay. anything That's below it. grade is not counted in the square footage of the house. It can be additional square footage on, like if you look at a house on Realtor.ca or whatever, yeah, and you see it's twenty four hundred square feet. Yeah, that doesn't include the basement, finished or not finished. Oh, okay. Um. If it, if it is finished, that is a benefit. That is yeah. a big benefit. But is it more um, like a personal, like, oh, yeah, we don't have to do anything? It's all dependent on the person who's okay. buying it. If yeah. they want a finished basement. Yeah. Um, like, if we were to finish our basement, it's, I mean, it's really hard to tell because mm-hmm. I think we could get a decent amount of money right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it wouldn't be worth us finishing our basement. Well, you but guys sometimes did that. it is worth yeah, what you guys do the improved improved value is the bedroom and the bathroom. That yeah. is a big thing because yeah. people like. I mean, we have three bedrooms upstairs, and we have the one in the basement, and then we have a bathroom in the basement too, which is a benefit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the whole rest of the basement, it depends on the buyer's needs. Yeah. Yeah. We at this moment in our lives do need do not need to finish the basement. Yeah. We've talked about it several times on and off. Yeah. If we're going to. Right now, it's just this giant storage room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it works for us. Yeah. That's- but if, I don't know, because we've also talked about moving and get a, getting a suited basement. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, yeah, it depends on the buyer, but okay. it, it yeah. does, it does help with okay. selling your house. Um, yeah. But again, like some people just don't want to finish basement. But it doesn't always change the value of your no. house. It, yeah. yeah. Same. Depends on comparables too. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because we looked at a house um, to rent before we moved in here, and they it was like the same kind of thing except we got the basement, but the basement wasn't mm-hmm. like they still yeah. had like the builder grade wooden stairs. Like there was like oh, yeah. nothing down there, and I was like, "That's fine." Like Bryce the framer, we could yeah, no big deal. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it was one of the things where it was like, okay, if I was going to rent a full house, I would like a finished basement. Mm-hmm. See, and that's again like yeah. Depends on the person. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And I feel like suited basements are becoming like the new thing, especially well, in the city, because it, why you wouldn't can, you? Yeah, rent yeah. it out, have yeah. the extra income. Like if you're yeah. Yeah, if your rent, if your renters can pay your mortgage, duh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and we sure. have so many family in the city that are renting anyways that it would be almost a no brainer for us to buy a house and rent them the basement. Mm-hmm. But totally. It's also like they're making houses so small now that if you have more than like two kids. You need a finished basement so that you have a place to put them. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just going to finish oh, yeah. answering this question. <laughs> oh, uh, I got a little bit more. So we're still on the things you need to know before selling a house. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. We love it. Um, obviously, you're going to need to deal with the legal paperwork. So you'll need to hire a lawyer. Um after an offer is made, you have three options, accept, reject, and counter between you or your realtor and the other party. There may be some back and forth negotiations until you're satisfied. Um, at that point, you'll do the deposit and stuff just to kind of hold that contract right. until everything's, the conditions are waived and stuff and everything looks good. 
Um, and then it's time to move. Make sure your bills are taken care of. Home is clean. None of your belongings are in the home on possession date. Yeah. Decent. So the lawyer fees. Oh, I guess we kind of talked about this already. Um, Because I just I've never hired a lawyer. <laughs> so I don't understand how expensive they actually oh, are, man. because all I've ever heard is that lawyers are like stupid expensive. So then I'm like, if I have to hire a lawyer to buy a house, that's another yeah cost that's going to be like exorbitantly yeah. high um it's or are they kind of like it depends like on the house yeah it depends mm-hmm. on the house it depends on what they have to do because they charge hourly obviously if they send anything via courier um anything they print like working at a law office i've seen all those small expenses and they do yeah. add up although when i worked for the law office it's commercial real estate so it's a lot more yeah um i would say thousand to two thousand i don't think it would be more than two thousand um, i guess look, that's pretty decent well, i'm trying to like a like hundred bucks an hour depending on the lawyer yeah i yeah. just don't understand how they can charge like lawyers charging hourly does not make sense well sometimes they Based have like time, a package deal too it just yeah. depends on the lawyer you like you can look around for lawyers yeah. and you can call around and see what kind of the rates are and like yeah how much an estimate of how much it would cost to buy or sell and use them um yeah it just depends on like what happens like what they have to do if they have to pull any searches or right anything to do with any registrations on the title have to deal with that and yeah yeah all that stuff fun stuff yeah yay well because they're like salesmen too in some ways too right you're paying them for their knowledge yeah save your ass out of a situation that you got yourself into usually yeah. I just am confused how they like keep track of their hours because a lot of time they have like multiple things going on. Like kind of like oh, they, they they write I mean it depends on the lawyer. There's mm-hmm. either programs they put it into. Okay. Or mm-hmm. they write it down on a piece of paper yeah. with what they do and okay. how much hours, like zero point mm-hmm. three hours, like it's, right. it can be very specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they'll give it to the legal assistant. The legal assistant will input it into the it depends on. Okay. Kind of the style. Usually, yeah, like, it takes me X number of hours to draw up a specific contract for this type of purchase, right? Yeah. yeah. You kind of already know it's going to take it's going to take you an hour and a half to write this. And so, yeah. kind of yeah. go from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It depends on the lawyer. Honestly, mm-hmm. some are very old school. Mm-hmm. Some are more technology-based. <laughs> some, like, just take in houses and, yeah. like just get them done like that's just what they do yeah um they can do it very quick and very efficiently if there's no problems yeah so mm. maybe cheaper i don't know like i fun i just mm-hmm. lawyers talk to me usually you can see both sides of it too where you're like yeah okay, i know what the lawyer's doing and now i know what the realtor's doing and so I can- it is a little different for me because i did work on the commercial real estate side right. so, so there was a lot more that the lawyers did that went into commercial real mm-hmm. estate. Yeah. So residential, I mean, I know the basics of what the legal assistants and lawyers do. Yeah. But I don't know like time and stuff. And I know there's programs that's literally like a step by step of like, okay, this is going on. This is what you got to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Okay. Kind of on the legal assistant side of it. Yeah. So fun. I guess the final question that we had on the list is how do you find clients? 
mainly referrals. <laughs> okay. Um, I've gotten some inquiries around social media, um, some random emails sometimes, but mm-hmm. not really like I follow through with everything I get, but sometimes it's scam, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. And that's kind of why you gotta be careful with social media and um realtor.ca, like anyone can email you. Right. Mm-hmm. So you get those and then kind of seems a bit sketchy and you like follow up and you're like, oh, let's meet for coffee. And then they don't reply. And you're like, okay, well, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, I've had a few clients that I've gotten through selling some houses. So I'll, for example, I've sold my friend's place and I had someone from Ontario or a couple of people from Ontario call me about it. Yeah. And I've gotten into contact with them about buying a house and I've, I showed a few houses to one client and then they decided not to move anyways. Actually, they're from Montreal and they decided not to move. Yeah. And then my other clients from Ontario, they did move. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So, I mean, it works yeah. out. And I mean, at that point, it was FaceTime showings and buying it without seeing it. Oh in my person. gosh, yeah. So they had to put a lot of trust in me. Yeah. But it did, yeah. it did work out and... That's good. Yeah. Yeah, because I never like... The reason I like thought of that question is because I, until you started becoming a real estate agent, I didn't realize that like, um, you didn't just have like a pre-given list of clients. Like you're kind of your own. It also depends on your brokerage. Yeah. So with mine, and I love my brokerage so much, but I kind of have to do my own marketing. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a, my marketing budget is what I spend on myself. There is no amount from the brokerage that is given to me to put right. my name on post-it notes or whatever yeah I that's why do. you see like remax has like ever gives everyone a bench yeah, yeah right. well that's also because they pay monthly fees mm-hmm. to oh, put into okay. that kind of advertising cost and some people pay above that and put their name on a bench or billboard or whatever mm-hmm. um so yeah like mainly referrals for me but I mean, there are some people that cold call. Okay. And um, mm. yeah, kind of go clients from that. Mm. Or you can hire like a company and they'll send you referrals or like kind of leads more. Okay. They'll yeah. send you leads and then a lot mm. of them obviously don't end up with anything, but it's mostly right. like, mm-hmm. yeah. So it depends on what you put into yourself. And and it how. depends on the brokerage yeah. too. Because some people you can, or some brokerages you can just, yeah. you can get clients, they'll send them your way and you help them. Um, yeah, a lot of mine are referrals or I'll meet okay. them through working. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like podcasting, but you make money. <laughs> <laughs> Not until the house is sold. That's true, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's fun. Do you have anything, like any final thoughts then before we wrap up and go head on to our segment? I do not think so. You do not think so? Okay, well, thank you. It's been very informative again mm-hmm. for the dozen. It's so good. Okay, I learned so much. <laughs> I was going to get home and be like, did you know? <laughs> And I and obviously it's easy enough. Just give me a message, and I can set up a home search. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't really want to look at a whole lot of things if we aren't pre-approved because it just doesn't make sense. Just, but yeah. like, if you want to know kind of like a price range and stuff, and like emails get sent to you, yeah, um, kind of with the houses yeah. along your parameters. I know because I looked at you like seven your things to know. Like before you buy a house or whatever. Yeah. And the one we're struggling with right now is where we want to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard thing. Yeah. Because you have to commit. And I'm like, 
I'm okay like with this area, but where in this area specifically? Yeah. And that's affordable. No. I mean, if you, yeah, set up a home search and just like, oh, like this is a nice house. And then you can talk to the realtor or you can do your own research. Yeah. About, like schools and whatever, like just yeah. depending on your future, like. There's so much you got to take into account. Like really. I know some people that have moved into the city from out of town. They're like, oh, how far is Chestermere from downtown Calgary or whatever. Yeah. Like, mm. that's an easy Google question, but, mm-hmm. like, it's also realtor can answer whatever. Like, is this yeah. neighborhood good? This is from my experience. This, this is from mm-hmm. research. Yeah. These are the schools. These are the amenities. Yeah. It all depends on the person, their situation, their lifestyle, if they have kids. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because I found a really nice house in Cranston yesterday, and then I saw the mm. price of it. It was $1.3 million, and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. a first-time home, but... Jeez, oh, Louise, I was not expecting that. No. Yeah. And more often than not, you have to kind of go with something that you don't totally love at first, mm-hmm. and then just get your foot in the door, and then you can upgrade mm-hmm. from exactly. there. Yeah, but then you have to put more down. I know. Who knew? <laughs> but if you're paying less for a mortgage than, or yeah, less for a mortgage than you are renting. True. And you're saving a bit more and you're paying towards the house yeah. compared to just paying somebody. Just, and you don't own yeah. this house. No. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, you can't just be like, oh. So then I have another question. <laughs> <laughs> so like second or third time home buyers are banks more like are you easier to get pre-approved because you have bought a house or is I, it still like hit i or think miss? it just depends i think it depends on your situation it depends okay. on your job it depends mm-hmm. on your credit score right so it, it doesn't really situation, benefit it's you a very with the banks it's one of those things like it's like okay yeah, you've paid off your house so like good job kind of thing yeah, yeah. but now you have a house congratulations like it depends yeah it depends on how quickly how you did it yeah i don't know yeah like (laughs) yeah it just depends it's scenario by scenario basis on most things in the industry so so big thank you to blue land for working with sometimes spotted slaps if you're passionate about the earth and a clean home then these are the cleaning products for you Blue Land is a company that sells eco-friendly cleaning products on a subscription basis. You can buy the welcome kit, which comes with dissolvable tablets of the products and reusable containers for each product. I got the clean sweet kit, which comes with a foaming hand soap, laundry detergent, powder dish soap, dishwasher detergent, multi-surface cleaner and bottle, bathroom cleaner and bottle, and glass and mirror cleaner and bottle. And I love it so far. It has done exactly what I needed to do. So there are so many kits that you can get. And once you have what you need, then the tablets can be mailed out as needed. So you can just order the tablets and you don't have to get rid of the bottle as if what you do when you go to the grocery store now. So we love that they don't send out useless plastic bottles with each product and you can just pop a tablet into the bottle and reuse it. So if you're interested in incorporating Blue Land products into your everyday life, click the link in our description and or on our website. Segment today. Did you do you know what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's, <laughs> I, I know yeah. a few questions. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather home edition? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. So the first question is: Would you rather build a new house or buy an existing house? Ooh. <laughs> I would kind of. I would like to build a new house I because I have so many specific things that I want. Two. I would mm. build. Yeah. Um, I'd buy an existing. 
Yeah, I guess. Well, you, you like you the character. I love yeah. I love old homes. I love modernizing some old homes. Yeah. yeah. So I I would like to just put everything I like into a home, and yeah. like sometimes I can find that in an existing home. But <laughs> yeah. what if it's not the neighborhood I like? Or yeah, exactly. Like, I like I would build if I could. That's fair. <laughs> would you rather make permanent changes to your home or make temporary changes that can be easily reversed? Temporary. Mm. Yeah, I'm not indecisive. I think I would have to do temporary. Yeah, more permanent unless it's like coat of paint right but yeah like yeah. I'm, t- I'm knocking down walls to make a room the way i want it to be and i would be too scared like if i knocked down that wall that all of a sudden i hated it and i can't just it's not like house flipper where i can't just like put them back <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot more work yeah would you rather have a small house in the big city or have a large house in a small town large house in a small town yeah me too mm-hmm. being around people kind of no. <laughs> no. I don't know. Yeah, you I've had, had both. both. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Right now, small house in the big city. Okay. But when we have kids, probably big house in the small Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it has to be a city. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. Sorry, that's a non-negotiable. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you rather only shop at a thrift store or never shop at a thrift store? Ooh. What does that have to do with houses? Decorating. I guess. Uh, oh. Uh, never shop in a store. I don't know. Uh, I like thrift say- shop, shops, but I, I don't want to just only shop there because yeah. I'm really bad at like looking for stuff. And yeah. I just get frustrated and leave. I don't know. The thrift store would have to be really good, but I don't know that I could never thought shop at a thrift store again. Shop at a thrift store. I would, I would only <laughs> shop at a thrift store. I can find crazy unique gems that I think yeah. are really Sometimes good. Sometimes I find really nice things and others I'm like, I don't feel like wasting my time. Yeah. I'll probably just furnish it all from Ikea anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does it count as a thrift store? No, it's not. It's <laughs> more quality and high expense. It's not. Ikea's not a thrift, thrift store. <laughs> what if I buy from the as-is section? So <laughs> That's like a thrifting. But, uh, not really. You buy kinda. Ikea stuff from thrift shop. True. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'd say Facebook Marketplace counts as thrifting. Okay. But I don't know if I'd count Ikea as it is. Because it could be like a return for whatever reason I should put back in a box. Exactly. That's like thrifting. But like usually thrifting like you've lived with it. This is like they opened it, didn't like it, and put it brought it right back. I don't know. I think the chair I bought from like the thrift section of Ikea, which is now what I'll be calling it. um, (laughs) (laughs) So busted. I like pulled the seat off the other day and I was like, oh. See, that could have been defective like from when they opened the package. No, it was how they built it. Oh, okay, yeah. But then so I think because I, I rebuilt it and it still didn't work. And I was like, mint. Mm. No. <laughs> cool. Uh, would you rather DIY everything or buy everything? Yeah, I suck at DIY. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have the imagination for DIY it. DIY everything would get exhausting. But yeah. yeah, this also comes from like the whole like thrifting. I can look at a couch and I'd be like, the fabric is atrocious. Mm-hmm. But I see it as this. And so I can. Yeah. Yeah. I and I just. I, I don't have the energy. Yeah, exactly. I just I have want the time it to be done for me. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather decorate with what's on trend or decorate with something that never goes out of style? Ooh, never goes out of style. But I also do on trend, so it's... Yeah, I'm mm. so trendy. I'm very trendy, <laughs> but I also, like, I try to not be... I don't know, it's hard. I see things on TikTok, and I'm like, ooh, yeah, that's what I want. I have to go with something that never goes out of style. I mean, but also that it, it's very... 
personal. But yeah. so subjective because yeah. what you would consider stylish, I might not, and like vice versa. Well, right? it's, it's improvement, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, gold frames never go out of style. They've been around for centuries, and Dernie's mm-hmm. like, this is a tacky gold frame. Well, I hate it. Depends it. On yeah. how. Exactly. <laughs> depends yeah. on the frame. Depends on the. But house. I'm like, I'm like. Black and white chic is not my style. No. And that's totally my style, right? So. <laughs> yeah. We could not be more opposite. opposite. Oh, no. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, would you rather have a large living room or have a large kitchen? Kitchen. Yeah. I like my kitchen. Um, <laughs> Yours is hard because you both are socializing. Yeah. Too. I think I would do living room. Make, yeah. Like a large, because we spend most of our time in the living room. Yeah. And like the size of the kitchen I have right now, I love, but I don't mm. use all of it. Like it's almost yeah. too big for us right now. I feel yeah. like I could use a bigger kitchen. That's true. Yeah. You don't have yeah. a lot of counter space. I, I, I wish it was a bit bigger. But... Yeah. That's... I go to the larger kitchen because I find that whenever I do host, we all kind of hang out in the kitchen. Same. Yeah. But Same here. You host differently, right? You host, yeah. You host a different everyone crowd. just sits down in front of the TV and everyone's, their phones. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's in my kitchen when we have parties. Yeah, that's true. That'd be nice. Okay, no, that makes sense. Would you rather only decorate with one color or only be able to use a color once? Oh, one color. At least everything oh, looks cohesive. I don't know, but I follow some TikTokers that are making their house so vibrant. Uh, I'm gonna go color once. Because you can have like shades of similar, but like I yeah, I couldn't that's do true. Like, I couldn't do a like a beige for the entire home or something like that. White, right? I feel black. like it would be easier to do just one color because mm-hmm. that's how a lot of houses have done it anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like one color. There's different shades of the color. Exactly. Like wood. Yeah, just use your color as wood. There's so many different wood. colors of wood. <laughs> different woods. Just a treehouse. But like, but no, but like one color. I'm, the way I'm reading that is like it's the same one. Oh, like the you same chose shade. this gray. Mm-hmm. Everything in your house is this gray. Every tile, every floor, every couch, every cushion, every mm. bed. No, I would do the Ooh. other one. I still yeah. would do the same color. I mean, you can probably make that look kind of cool. It's kind of what they know. did in this house, anyways. Like monochromatic vibes. I guess I get it, but no, I couldn't. I couldn't decorate like that. I'm so, I'm so yeah. like I like moody, dark colors and yeah, yeah. Paired with bright and things like that. Yeah. I don't know. Would you rather have plants that live forever or never have to dust? Ooh. <laughs> never have to dust. Yeah, never I have to dusting. dust. Same. I my plants don't live very long anyways. I so. have plants that live forever anyways. They are just fake. Oh yeah. So I would <laughs> love And you don't have to I, dust those fake exactly, plants. Exactly. Exactly. Loophole. There See, you go. I love my I love my real plants, <laughs> but sometimes when they die, I'm like, oh, that was it. Thank you. Moving yeah. on. Oh, yeah, I just like sure. kill mine immediately almost. So, yeah. but I do sometimes feel like I need to have more plants in here because I'm like, oh, it's just getting stuffy in here. I'd love to have plants just like freshen it up. But I'm like, I have to care for said plants. Yeah. Plant. Yeah. And I sure. have a cat who will dig in said plant. So, you know, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> nope. My spider plant has about 100 babies on it. Yeah. I've had it since fourth grade. That's crazy. Like, we have a, we have a plant in my house that is uh, like 90 years old. It was like <clears throat> one of our, Family members, great grandmas. Wow, Christmas that's cactus. so impressive. Yeah, I'll do that. We got, we got, we're a long-term plant family. Man, that's wild. Yeah, the yeah. one, the ones I kill the most are succulents. Yes, because I'm bad with succulents. Yeah, that was the only one I tried to have, but then I like went back to school, so I was like, Sheraton, can you like? This is on you. Her name was Karen. I was like, you have to look after Karen. 
and Sharon killed Karen immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I know it said it didn't need water, but it did need some water. They need, they need lots of water, but if you put too much water, they fucking they rot. Can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, I, I can never, I don't nail down succulents, but spider plants? You've got those that are pretty good. Yeah. 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 Everyone says succulents are the easy plants. I'm like, no, no, no. Spider plants are the easiest plant you can own. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Fake plants. Yeah. Pretty low maintenance. <laughs> when spider plants look sad, add water. Pretty and much. Then, and then when they don't look, they don't look sad anymore. And you're like, oh, oh then beautiful. you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. And it's tough having a cat because some plants are toxic to cats. Mm, so you yeah. can't have certain ones. So a lot of my favorite ones. And I was like going to get a lemongrass diffuser because mm. I've been oh, going to hot yoga and yeah. it's been so nice. It's so toxic to cats. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Always have to look at the essential oils with pets, unfortunately. Know, it's so annoying. Um, the tree that was in our front entrance way that has now died. Yeah. Um, it was toxic to dogs and cats. Was it actually? The dogs learned to not eat the leaves that fell in the ground, so it worked yeah. out. It That's was just new. like them mm-hmm. if they ate the leaves. But yeah. We they're still alive. So and the plant <laughs> is good. dead. It's good so to go. <laughs> no. and now we have random pine trees in that. Yeah. Hooray. Hi. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Would you like to share with our listeners, with our listeners, where they can find you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you can follow me on my Instagram at estate.yyc. And that's where you can find me. And on Facebook, at Brooke Grail, real estate agent. Or if you want to follow my personal account, it's just Brooke Grail. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will accept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am private, but I will I will accept. Yeah, and we'll have all Brooke's information linked yes. in the description below, and mm-hmm. also on our website in yep. her episode description. So yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of our listeners, go to I don't know how to do this without looking at the camera. Um, <laughs> go to patreoncom slash to sign up for our Patreon. You get all of our episodes ad free. Um, you get all the hot goss about what topics are coming next. Maybe some bonus episodes if we get enough Patreons. So sign up for that. I love that you just use the term hot goss. I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah, <laughs> just felt right. <laughs> and then as for us, I'm Mac Joy. I'm Ms. Jubes. We are Sometimes Boss Labs on all social media platforms. Our website is sometimesbosslabs.com where you can find all of our episode links, audio and video, our merch links, our book club reviews, our guests, our... Everything you got to know about us, it's on our website. <laughs> um, same thing for our Instagram. We often do polls on our Instagram. So if we're doing some upcoming episode research, that's where you can talk to us. Um, the best, I guess. And then TikTok is a whole mix of stuff. I've just been posting shorts. Yeah, it's been <laughs> good. It has the short logo. And I'm like, well, that's unfortunate, yeah, but I'm not going to change it. It works. It works. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's it for us. And with that, we will see you guys next Tuesday. That's it for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.